0: Hey, it's Sarah, and I have some exciting news for you before we jump into the podcast this week. Starting this coming Monday, that's May 13th, I'm going to be running a two-week pocket planner sprint inside of my course, Published with Purpose. This is where you learn how to create, format, and design a high value action oriented journal or planner and sell it around the world on Amazon. We run a live round every single year in the fall. And then in the spring, I often run our pocket planner round. This is where you get templates to create an amazing pocket or journal planner of your choice in a four by six inch size. And you get templates and all of the swipe files that you need to create something incredible In a short amount of time. During this round, I'm doing something a little bit different and I'm offering asynchronous support. So that means that you'll get one-on-one email support from me during the two weeks to ask questions about your design, your idea, marketing strategies, and so much more. I would love to support you inside of Publish with Purpose, and you can find full enrollment details over at publishaplanner.com forward slash enroll. Just make sure that you check it out and join before doors close on Monday, May 13th. You're listening to episode 126 of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and today we're going to be talking about what would happen if you simplified your days down to one productive hour a day. Now, this episode is for you if you're thinking how on earth Am I going to get the things done that I need to do when it feels like my days are just totally running amok and taking advantage of all of my time and I can't seem to focus? I can't seem to get the right things done. And you're thinking, how can I time block? How can I completely revamp my schedule? And in doing so and in having that desire, you're actually not making any progress. So today we're going to simplify it and I'm going to ask you to think about what it would be like to just start with one productivity hour a day, this entire week. If you're thinking that this could be a game changer, I'm telling you, it absolutely could. So keep on listening and let's get into it. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Seckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. If you're like me and you have a creative brain and it's nonstop and you're constantly wondering what am I supposed to do with all of these ideas and how am I supposed to make a decision on what I actually act on and what I actually focus on when so many things at once sound like they'd be super fun, then I want you to pause this podcast right now And make sure that you go grab a copy of my Daily Productivity and Brain Dump book. You guys, this is the first tool and resource that I recommend that any of you go and use right away, especially if you're a new listener to this podcast, because I'm telling you, it will change the way you look at your day and your focus projects, and it will give you so much more mental energy and clarity, I am telling you. So please go pick up a copy, and then make sure to tag me on Instagram, I'm at Mindful Productivity Blog, and let me know how it changes your days. We're going to be talking about brain dumps a little bit in today's episode, so you definitely want to make sure you have that book in your cart and on its way to you so that you can utilize the things that we talk about in today's episode. You can find your copy on Amazon. You can also get a direct link to it by going to mindfulproductivityblog.com forward slash BDB for brain dump book. Often enough, we tell ourselves, if I just had more time, if I just had more time, if I could just have a longer time block in my schedule, well, I would be able to do this and that. Well, what if you couldn't? What if you actually didn't have any more time and you never would? What would that change about how you looked at productivity and what you were capable of doing in a smaller amount of time? What would it be like to make the new goal of just one hour of focused productivity a day? How much could you really get done? What would change? And how would you honor that time a little bit differently? In this episode, we're going to be exploring what one hour of productivity can do for you, for your week, for your month, for your entire year, and how you can structure it to optimize your outcomes. Before we get into different ways to structure an hour of productivity, I want to come back to what is productivity in the first place. This whole podcast is about mindful productivity, about finding ways to make create, make and create sustainable productivity in your life. That's not just about hustle and getting things done, but that also takes into the into fact that you're a human, you're a human being, and you're not a machine. So what is productivity, right? Well, being productive really simply, I believe, means that you're taking action that is aligning with your intention. I'll say that again. Productivity means that you're taking action in ways that align with your intention. If you want to get a project done by a certain date, then being productive for that means you're going to be taking the necessary necessary steps each day to meet the deadline. Now, if you really need To take a solid weekend to recharge and stay off your phone, then being productive is going to look like resting. And also, I think it's important to notice that, or to note that we don't need to be productive all the time in order to be worthy of the things that we want in our life. Productivity is simply a mode of action. And its success or efficiency depends on what our out, our desired outcome is, right? What our true intention of that time really is. If you look up the definition of productivity, there's a couple different ways that it's defined. It's the state or quality of producing something, right? It's the effectiveness of productive of productive effort, right? In the terms of rate or output per unit or input, right? But if you look at the ecology definition, which I think is fascinating, productivity is actually defined as the rate of production by an individual population or community and also the fertility or the capacity of a given area or habitat to produce something. Now that is actually really fascinating, right? So for example, they have an example here that nutrient-rich waters are going to have a higher productivity in producing whatever it is that they're growing, right? And if you think about productivity in terms of capacity, then you really realize how important it is to take care of yourself. Because if you're not able to do something at capacity or do something or take into account the quote unquote fertility, the the things that you have at your disposal, the energy you have, the mental stamina, the resources that are at your fingertips or your ability to know how to access those things, Right. we thinking of like burnout or all these other reasons that or overwhelm or all these other reasons we sometimes can't access the things that will help us be productive. If you think think of it of productivity in those terms, then it's really easy to understand and remind ourselves how important it is that we take care of ourselves, that we are getting enough sleep, right? That we are doing the things we need to do every day to sustain ourselves as human beings so that we can work and be productive in the ways that bring us joy, in the ways that give us the outcomes that we're looking for and the success that we've defined for ourselves so that we can have those quote-unquote nutrient-rich pools of uh, accessibility within ourselves to get the things done that we want to get done. Now, I also want to talk about what all of this really means because I'm looking at a new chapter in my life, and as we all adjust to this new way of life, many of us are realizing that we actually have less time. We actually have less time at home with the things that we're going on. If you're a parent, if your kids are going back to school on Zoom or whatever that looks like, you might actually find that you have less time that's your own. Or you may have more time or you may have different time, but Time in and of itself has shifted for many of us. So it's important to think about how do we utilize this time. And one thing I was thinking about is actually the power that happens when our time is minimized. One of the first things that I usually think of is like, I think in terms of more. I usually say to myself, oh, I just wish I had more time. I want more time, more energy, more free time, more time to do nothing. I want more, 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 more. But what happens if there's less? Now, if you listened back to episode 125, where I recorded an episode all about spending a week doing the things that I didn't want to do, then you'll remember that I touched on how much happier I actually was when I felt when my time was structured and I actually had less unspoken time right less time that wasn't claimed already less time that wasn't completely free but I was actually happier because the rest of my time was structured and I was actually getting the things done that I needed to get done to feel happier during that free time so even though that free time was less comparatively it was free time that felt so much more honored and sacred because it was time where I truly could relax in bigger ways so let's take into consideration a couple things. What does it ha- what happens? What happens when you put time or things into a limited container? Well, it does a couple things, right? It makes us get creative. You have to get so creative if you're only able to work on something you love or move the needle in your business and you only have an hour a day. If you only have an hour to be productive and focused, then you need to prioritize. You truly need to sit down and go, what's the most important thing that I need to do? And how can I make the most of this hour? When you're minimizing time into an hour container, it also is going to show you how long it really takes to get specific things done. How many times have you done this? Oh, I just totally need... I don't know, a few hours to just get this thing done. I'm really stressed about it. I just need more time. And in thinking that you need more time, you postpone it more and longer and longer and you never do it until the moment when you finally decide to just do the thing and realize, oh my goodness, it only took 10 minutes. I have been guilty of that so many times. I absolutely know you have too. And it's worth reminding yourself. When you put space and time into a limited container, You also allow yourself to build momentum and create a speed round, if you will, for getting multiple things done in one smaller chunk of time. Think about it this way. How many times have you been sitting in your living room or on the couch and you've thought, oh my gosh, everything in my house or my apartment is a complete mess. It would probably take me hours to get this place clean. And so you don't start, right? The same kind of uh, framework of thinking I was just talking about a moment ago. But have you ever noticed that if you make a little bargain with yourself or you say, okay, I'm just gonna do the dishes in the sink, then the momentum builds and before you know it you're you've done the dishes in the sink and you decide to clean off the counters and then you decide to maybe vacuum and then before you know it you have 90s music blasting throughout the house and you're vacuuming and sweeping like cinderella and you feel so much better and when you check the clock you may notice that only 45 minutes of time has went by this happens to me all the time so there's power in creating momentum And making sure that you're not only starting your productivity hour, but then you're also just going. So one thing to the next, right? Once you get moving, once you start plugging away at your emails or responding to things you've been putting off or looking for files or whatever it is that is on that list of things that are going to get lost at some point if you don't really make time to do them. Once you create that momentum, I'm telling you, you're going to be able to get a ton of things done in an hour. In fact, I'd love to hear from you guys. When you do your productivity hour um, every day this week, or if you pick a day this week to do it, whatever that looks like for you, I'd love to have you come tag me on Instagram at mindfulproductivityblog. And if you're doing a bunch of small tasks, keep track of it and let me know how much you actually get done in an hour. I'd be really fascinated. um, And I'd love to hear this from you. Now, Focusing your hour, right? Putting things into this limited container also gives you energy and permission to rest for the rest of the day or to make the rest of the hours in your day look however you need them to look or however you want them to feel. So this is again coming back to that week where I was doing things I didn't want to do when I did have that free time. Then I really did want to, I really just felt better. Like I felt like I could enjoy it that much more. So how can you set up a productivity hour for yourself? Well, I'm going to give you a little bit of homework this week and you'll find all of these questions mapped out over on the blog. You can find the show notes for this episode by going to mindfulproductivityblog.com/podcast and simply just look for episode 126 and you'll find these questions that you can either print out or write down and get to. But In setting up your first productivity hour, you're going to need to set up one first so that you can set up the rest of your productivity hours effectively, right? So meta. So here are three things that I want you to do in your first productivity hour, be it today or tomorrow or whenever you decide to start this little experiment. But I highly recommend that you do it as soon as possible. So if you can do it today, why not do it today, right? So step one. I want you to get out a blank journal and ask yourself this, what are all of the tasks that I've been putting off doing? What are and what are the reasons that I've been putting off doing these things? These are going to be micro things, most likely, you guys. But I want to point something out. Usually it's not the task itself. But the task is actually tied to additional or pre-work tasks that must be completed, figured out or found before we take action, right? So usually we're not putting off doing something because we don't want to do it. I mean, that's that can be some of the reason. But the reason behind why we might not want to do it or we might not feel clear on how we can take action is because the task itself is actually a mini project. And it's actually attached to other things like, oh, I would send this email to someone, but I have to have these answers to this question or They sent me a bunch of things that I need to go do and then send back, right? Like it's like we had some auto work done on our car while back, and it took me over a week, I felt so bad, to get back to this guy because he sent me three PDFs that I needed to print out, fill out, scan, and sign and send back, right? And it didn't take that long. But because I had to do those additional things, every time I went, Oh, you have to email him back and answer this question, I also was like, Oh, but when I do that, I also want to send back these PDFs, right? So really get clear on what are all the things that you've been putting off but then within each one of those things what are the things that are attached to those things like what are the things you need to know or find or figure out for all those tasks to be completed and if you have time within this productivity hour then make sure you have all those things ready to go right and that is going to help you accomplish so much more when you go to do your next productivity hour the second thing, and again, these are three things that you can do in this first hour. If you start with the first one and it takes you the full 60 minutes, then do that and get that done. But if that's if that list is not that long, then you can move on to step two. Here's step two. Do a brain dump of everything going on in your head. This is probably something you're never going to hear me stop saying because brain dumps are so powerful and so effective. If you need steps for this, then again, you can go grab my Daily Productivity and Brain Dump book, and you can also listen to episode 53 of this podcast, where I talk about strategies to supercharge brain dumps, reduce your overwhelm and declutter your brain. But seriously, doing a brain dump of literally everything going on in your head, not just what you need to do and need to accomplish, but also maybe what you're thinking about having for dinner or something that annoyed you or like what you miss about pre-pandemic life, whatever is going on in your brain, dump it out on paper. It's going to help you so much and it's going to help give you a lot of mental clarity. If you've made it through these first two tasks in your first productivity hour and you still have time, then move on to step three. And this is asking yourself, what's one thing I could work on, right, in my next productivity hour that would give me the biggest return on my investment, the biggest ROI of my time. If you're a business owner, this could mean promoting a product that that could result in additional income. If you're feeling drained, this could be an action or a habit change that results in more energy. And if if you wanna get clear on what your energy drivers are and how to really create actionable habits that can help sustain your energy and give you more happiness, then make sure you go and check out my energy driver and habit tracker spreadsheet. Okay, you can find that over at mindfulproductivityblog.com forward slash energy. Now, if you're working on a long term project, like remodeling the kitchen or something, this could be simply simply gathering up cost sheets, or finally uh, contacting your contractor and getting them information that you've been putting off giving them, right? More often than not, What we are delaying are simple actions. And once we make time to do them, once we start the momentum of a given project, then we realize that one, it's not as labor intensive as we thought. We don't actually mind it as much as we thought. We actually feel good that we're making progress on something that we've put off because it actually creates a lot of mental uh, (laughs) strain in the back of our minds, right? In the back of our subconscious when we're avoiding things or procrastinating. And then it also just really makes us feel good that we're, we're getting the things done that we need to. And you'll find that once you start that momentum, right, once you start cleaning the house, so to speak, in your brain on the projects you're working on, you're going to find that things move so much more smoothly. So to recap today's episode, we talked a little bit about what productivity really is, especially in the human capacity we talked about the power of your time actually being minimized and how it helps you become more creative and think outside the box. And I gave you three steps that you can use, three action steps that you can use for your first productivity hour to set up your next ones to come. So please report back. Come over to Instagram. I'm at Mindful Blog. Let me know how your first productivity hour goes. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, please start here. You don't have to revamp everything in your entire week and try to figure out what you're doing from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Sunday. You simply need to start with the hour that you have every day and think about how you can be intentional and productive in that 60-minute window. You'll be amazed at how much you can conquer in 60 minutes, and then it'll have you start rethinking productivity in general. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to go leave a written review on iTunes. It helps other people find the show. And it's always so amazing to hear what you guys have to say. I'd love to hear from you over on Instagram. I'm at mindfulproductivityblog. And you can always find more resources, courses, and journals from me over on the website, mindfulproductivityblog.com. Have an amazing week, you guys. I will see you back here next Monday.